When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. When you want an easy way to feel like a chef in your own home, try Blue Apron's two and four serving menu plans so you're always cooking something new and enjoying fresh seasonal ingredients. Choose from an ever-changing mix of premium recipes, chef favorites, family-friendly options, WW recommended, and more. Get $130 off across your first six orders, plus your first order ships free when you visit blueapron.com slash blueculinary. Here's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove Podcast. We're talking all things NFL playoffs, breaking down the crazy divisional weekend, and even looking ahead to the conference championships. That and a little bit more, that's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove Podcast. From Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network, you're listening to the Sports Stove Podcast with your host, Vince Stover. Welcome into a brand new Sports Stove podcast presented by Belly Up Fantasy Baseball Live. Starting February 20th, every Sunday at 8 p.m., you can catch the Belly Up Fantasy Baseball Live show on Twitter, Facebook, and Tiki Live. Hopefully, you'll join us every Sunday with host Kevin Wilson and myself as we talk all things fantasy baseball. It's been a crazy week in the uh, NFL playoffs, and in just a few minutes, we're going to talk. We have a guest coming on, uh, Andy Sire, and I'm excited to talk with him. But before we get to him, uh, I want to give you a quick thought. The year 1992, 30 years ago, Brett Favre made his first start as a Green Bay Packer. 30 years of mostly great quarterback play in Green Bay when most other organizations are rotating through signal collars. This is what I choose to think about today. Not yet another playoff letdown, not the horrendous special teams play, not only 10 points scored by a MVP quarterback, and not the future. Today, I focus on the past 30 years. While Bears fans have mocked me relentlessly over this week with the Packers' loss, I began to think about names like Kramer, Miller, Orton, Grossman, Cutler, Trubisky, then it makes me smile. When the sports world mocks my quarterback's vaccination status, I look at 13 wins each of the last three seasons. Yet I I am disappointed. Yes, the past could have been better, but the past also could have been worse. Ask nearly every other team in the NFL with the exception of maybe New England. So today, you mock, you laugh, you jeer, but I'll take my team's last 30 years over your team's any day of the week. 
you know, it's interesting. The Green Bay Packers uh, uh, hurt me yet again. But uh, at the end of the day today, I have to think positive because I don't know what the future holds. And so I decide to think positively and enjoy the last 30 years because who knows, maybe Don Mikowski coming back and uh, we'll have to struggle through uh, several years again uh, in Green Bay. When we come back, we're going to review all four divisional round games. We have uh, a guest joining us, but first I want to uh, share with you a word about the Sports Podcast Awards, and then we'll be back to talk football. What's going on, Belly Up Sports fans? Thanks for tuning in to the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. We have some really exciting news for several Belly Up Podcast Network shows. The Sports Stove Podcast, the Rough Cut Sportscast, and here in Puckburg have all been nominated for a Sports Podcast Award. So head on over to sportspodcastawards.com and make sure to vote for the Sports Stove Podcast for Best College Sports Podcast and Best News and Current Affairs Podcast. Vote for the Rough Cut Sportscast for Best American Football Podcast and vote for here in Puckford for Best Winter Sports Podcast. Again, that website is sportspodcastawards.com. Thanks for being the best part of Belly Up Sports. We are what they aren't. Welcome back into the Sports Stove Podcast. And today we are joined by the one and only Andy Sire of the Sane Podcast. Andy, how you doing? Vince, doing well, my man. Thank you for having me. I appreciate the invite. Time to talk some football. What a week. What a weekend. What a weekend. It is. You're right. And we were talking before we came on air of the fact that it is maybe the best sports, especially NFL weekend, playoff weekend we've seen in a very, very long time. And you're looking at some of these young players. It seems like over the years, you know, for so long, it was Manning and Brady, and it was these old, savvy veteran guys that just kind of led the way. And now we've got these young guys that are stepping up. They're beating the old guys and uh, some new faces. To me, that brings uh, a refreshment to the NFL as a fan, especially when when my team is eliminated. <laughs> well, my team's been eliminated for a long time now, so I can definitely appreciate what you're saying there. And I think you know, as we were saying before we hopped on the air here, there's been sort of this insurmountable mountain range, right, in the NFC specifically, but for mainly for quarterbacks in the NFL for so long now, that these guys, these these old veterans, they're on their way out. Mm-hmm. But the ones that were quote unquote up and coming, are they they're here. They're yeah. here and it, I'll tell you what, it's been some of the most fun football to watch. Um, you know, the, the way these kids play, they, there's like, there's just this, this element of like, I want to slit your throat, but I'm so <laughs> calm in the pocket at the same time. Yeah. It, it's pretty incredible. And uh, let's start off though. I want us to go all the way back to Saturday and let's start mm-hmm. from the beginning. Uh, Cincinnati yep. and Tennessee faced off. Tennessee is the one seed, and I still am scratching my head. How in the world did they get the one seed? What a great coaching job by Vrabel. Um, I don't know how you were. I want to get your thoughts on this. On the beginning of the year, I said Tennessee is going to be down. I said they're actually going to win the division, but they're not going to look good doing it, and and they'll, they won't make it in the play. They will, they'll make it to the playoffs. They won't make it anywhere in the playoffs. But I did not see one seed coming. Uh, at all. What was your preseason expectations of Tennessee? 
Yeah, so I was actually right in line with you. I picked them to win the division, but I picked it to be like nine and eight, eight and nine, you know, mm-hmm. one of those kind of bleh. Um, you know, this is when two like Carson Wentz was supposed to be out for five, six weeks, you know, so right. Indianapolis was kind of on the downturn. It was just it's always been one of those divisions like outside of the Peyton Manning era where it's just been kind of gross, you know, mm-hmm. and I love Mike Rabel. I think he is him and him and Dan Campbell are two of my favorite coaches in the NFL. Um, and he did a phenomenal job with, a you know, a journeyman guy for a quarterback, obviously the best running back in football, but their defense fell off. And I think that's what we saw. And the, I mean, the main takeaway for me in that game is Joe Burrow is just absolutely cold. And he hmm. is, he's my actual pick for MVP of the league this year. No offense to, I know your 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 boy twelve that lost, but um, I just think what what Burrow has done is absolutely special. I mean, yeah, he's got Jamar Chase, he has you know T Higgins, Tyler Boyd, all that stuff, but clearly this kid has everything you would ask for in a quarterback, and I think he he's special and he's not going anywhere for a long time. Yeah, Burrow's got that it factor. I mean, he's the guy that when you look at quarterbacks, what you want you want a leader. Burrow's a leader. You want a guy with some energy, he's got some energy. You want a guy that can move. He's not not necessarily a runner, but he can move. He's athletic Mm -hmm. to a degree. He can throw the football anywhere. And, yeah, he has great talent around him. But at the end of the day, that's how you win games is great talent around you. Um, You know, Tom Brady may be the only – only exception to that rule. Uh, and But most of the time when he won, he had talent around him too. So uh, I, I'm not going to blame Joe Burrow. Um, and, and I was 100% for Jamar Chase going to Cincinnati. Uh, I couldn't believe Bengals fans wanted Panay Sewell over Jamar Chase. That blew my mind. Um, and, uh, I mean, I think Sewell would have helped them and he would have been good, but he wouldn't have done what Jamar Chase, Chase did no. for them. Uh, and it's, it's one of those things too. Like, you know, if you're, if you understand the game, you understand what the connection between QB one and wide receiver one can mean for your football team. And I yeah, mean, I mean, it's clearly the right pick. I mean, I don't, I don't think there's any question about it anymore. Yeah. It's it, it, there shouldn't be, I don't, I haven't heard anybody talking about it as of late. So, <laughs> so I would think it, think they're done with us. Let's talk about the game. Um, yeah. I was sitting in a basketball arena in Richmond, Kentucky, and uh, everybody in the arena had their phones out. A lot of Bengals fans down here in central Kentucky, and a lot of Bengals fans who haven't seen the Bengals do anything good in a number of years. So they were pretty excited <laughs> watching this game in the middle of the guys' basketball game. Uh, I mean, basketball players were wondering, hey, did the Bengals win? Yeah. The coach, first question he asked when he came into the press conference, did the Bengals win? It was a big, big ordeal there in the arena. Um, Joe Burrow, you, you mentioned him, 348 yards, one interception, mm-hmm. no touchdowns in the game, but he, you know, 28 to 37, uh, had a really great game. He got sacked nine times, which was the big concern, right, yep. with the Cincinnati offense. Um, but they were able to drive down and the kicker, oh my goodness, McPherson, uh, you know, what a clutch kicker to come through. What a great way to spend the draft pick for Cincinnati uh, as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so talk to me about this Bengals team and what they did on Saturday, even though it was basically a field goal battle uh, with the yeah. one mixed touchdown uh, that impressed you and gave you some confidence for this team moving forward. Yeah, I mean, I think you hit on it earlier when you mentioned, okay, Burrow gets sacked nine times. That's not good. Obviously, some of that's on him. Some of it's on the offensive line. You know, we could play this, that, or the other thing. But 
the main thing for me is that this Titans defense is a good defense. Okay. Yes, he threw an interception. It was not a good, it was not a good play. I, you know, but the key for me is he, you know, 28 to 37 for 348. Okay. So he averaged on nine and a half a clip. Um, you know, his QBR was low. Yes, but he made good decisions with the football. To me, the biggest fact wasn't on their offense, though. It was the fact that they wrangled in. I mean, granted, he wasn't 100%. I don't care what anybody says, but they wrangled in uh, Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. You know, Deontay Foreman, yeah, he had a big average per carry, but, you know, he's a scat He's a scat guy. He's a spot back. He's not going to be the bell cow that Derrick Henry is. Um, and they picked off Tannehill three times. I think this was the, this was the game, um, you know, one of the games that I expected from – this Bengals defense where I actually picked the Bengals defense early in the season to be one of the top in the league. Hmm. Uh, you know, I think with Jesse, with Jesse Bates, Von Bell, um, Awuzier, and then, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, DJ reader, you know, they were supposed to, oh, yeah. to me, they should have been a top tier defense. And I think this is where you saw all that come together. You know, Zach Taylor's done a phenomenal job with that locker room. Um, but yeah, I mean, the big thing for me was their, their defense was stifling and, you know, between Burrow and McPherson, I mean, you've got two extremely young kids who are not afraid of big time situations and, you know, they're, the, both teams are very well coached. Both teams run the football well, but you saw the difference in the quarterback play and the defense. Yeah. I mean, well said everything all the way around. Awesome. Uh, Tannehill throwing the three interceptions and that last one. Oh my goodness. Uh, <laughs> that one's Not tough. Good. Yeah. And Tannehill is one of these guys. I've, I've always kind of liked Tannehill in a, in a weird sense. Not, you know, I never wanted him to be my quarterback, but I always sure. thought he was better than he got credit for in Miami. And then he goes to Tennessee and he has the success and the Titans fans. I grew up in middle Tennessee and I, I never liked the Titans, but the Titans, well, I shouldn't say never. I liked them. Anyways, the Titans, man, the Titans fans, oh, he's the greatest thing ever, and he's awesome, and he's up there with the top tier. I'm like, no, he's not. He has nope. Derrick Henry, and as long as Derrick Henry's in the backfield, he can be successful. But when you lose Derrick Henry, then you see who Ryan Tannehill is as, a, as an NFL mm-hmm. quarterback, and it's not what you want to see. Um, Henry comes in. He gets 20 touches. Uh, you know, that was the big question mark coming into the game. How healthy is Derrick Henry? Yep. Will he be able to come in immediately and have an impact? I, I didn't think he would hurt the Titans by any stretch of the imagination, but I also didn't think he was going to be healthy enough. And that's what gave, I thought, Cincinnati the best chance. But you nailed it. The defense stepped up. The three the three interceptions were huge. And uh, and then, like I said, McPherson, I mean, the, the kickers were the stories of the weekend, it seems like. And yeah. McPherson started off with just a clutch kick. I mean, he didn't blink. And uh, and nailed it through. I couldn't believe, uh, Andy, that it was the first ever road playoff win for Cincinnati's in the history of the Bengals. I was like, they've been to the Super Bowl before, and they've never had to yeah. go through on the road. <laughs> I, I mean, it, to, that just goes to show, you know. I think one of the things to think about with the NFL in particular, but but mainly all professional sports, really is. Here at the Container Store, we believe you shouldn't be limited to just one happy place. Your home should be full of them. That's why we're giving you 30% off every custom alpha space. From closets and pantries to playrooms, offices, and garages, you can transform any area with alpha and save 30%. Here's another happy thought. Our design specialists will design your space for free. Get ready to discover your new happy place at the Container Store. Visit us in-store or online to get started with a free design. 
Buy four tires and get up to $200 in savings after rebate at Bell Tire's year-end sale. Or get even more in Bell Tire gift cards, December 26th through January 7th. Plus, get tires as low as $49 after rebate. Get up to $200 in savings. Or get even more in gift cards, December 26th through January 7th. Get up to $200 in savings and choose the lowest tire price, period, at Bell Tire. 100 years of getting folks safely back on the road fast and affordably. See store or belltire.com for details. Restrictions apply. The best teams don't always win, and sometimes teams take really weird routes to get to the championship game. I mean, Mm -hmm. between baseball and football, I think you could pretty much guarantee that. I mean, look at this year. The number one team in the NFL, the Green Bay Packers, they're already out. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, baseball, how how often do you see the team with the most wins actually win the World Series? It's just one of those things that, you know, on any given day, you know, in the game we're going to talk about in a minute, like with Green Bay and San Francisco, in any given day, somebody can be off. Mm-hmm. Or a, a a cog in the machine can be off, and you know that's I'm really really thrilled about the weekend of football we got with the NFL because I think this is what sport needed. Yeah, you know, after some kind of just eh, you know regular <laughs> season stuff, and um, I mean, hats off to Cincinnati again. I I'm excited to see what they do. You know, next weekend in the AFC Championship game, I think. They're coming in a little undermatched, obviously, to the to the folks that we'll mention in a minute. But it's going to be a dogfight, and uh, you know they're gonna they're gonna put up a hell of a game. Zach Taylor, um, you know, before this season, at the end of last season, there was a lot of hubbub. Is he going to get fired? What's going to happen? You know, mm-hmm. I thought wisely they gave him one more year, but I mean, he looks like he's the coach of the future in Cincinnati yeah. right now. How much confidence do you have in Zach Taylor? You have a team, you're the Bears fan, and mm-hmm. you guys are looking for a new head coach. If you it's not gonna <laughs> yeah. happen, obviously, but if you're if your team hired Zach Taylor, would you be excited about that? And how confident would you be about him? I would, because I think you know the main yeah. thing that that we saw or that you could see, maybe I don't know if everybody saw it, but let's go back to the Jamar Chase draft pick, right? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? That means that Zach Taylor has a relationship with his quarterback, with Joe Burrow, that says, I want to help you be successful and win football games. You know, so you've clearly got a guy who's invested in their franchise player, which is Joe Burrow. Um, you know, it reminds me a lot of what like Greg Roman did up in Baltimore. You know, when when Lamar Jackson came there, John Harbaugh basically said, hey, Greg, make our offense around that guy. He's good. Fix it. <laughs> And they did, you know, obviously they had injuries and COVID and everything went wrong for them this year. But, you know, I think Zach Taylor, to me, has proven that he got the shot that he needed and he deserved, he deserved the shot. Mm-hmm. Um, but he also, he's invested in what's going to make the team go. And that's, that's nine in the backfield. Yeah. I love it. All right. So Cincinnati moves on. We'll get back to them when we get the AFC championship game. Uh, let's talk about, though, the other game on Saturday night, the heartbreaker in my household, the uh, San Francisco 49ers upsetting the Green Bay Packers. Both number one seeds eliminated on the first night of divisional round playoffs is, is absolutely crazy. Now, you're a Bears fan, so I don't know how sensitive you can be to my feelings right now, but um, – <laughs> I think this game the other way around. <laughs> uh, Green Bay, they put up ten points with a MVP caliber quarterback, one of the the best quarterbacks in the league. Uh, I know the weather was horrible and, and bad, and they had a fair amount of yards and things like that. They just couldn't get in the end zone. Uh, we'll talk about the special teams in a second, but uh, mm-hmm. there's so much blame to go around in this Green Bay loss. 
I mean, you sit here and you watch this game. What stood out to you, I guess, in this game? Two things. Um, we got to talk about 12. He, yeah. he was off. Mm. Um, I, being a Chicago fan, I can still appreciate how good Aaron Rodgers is. I think Aaron Rodgers is actually the most talented quarterback to ever play the position. Um, that's played longer than four seasons because obviously we have guys that's coming up that are just unbelievable. But um, there's something to be said about playoff Aaron. Mm. You know, I, I tweeted out a, a joke about it. I won't, I won't get into it here because <laughs> we won't, we won't have the the language thing. But you know, there's something to be said about a guy who he's all world. He's got, you know, arguably the best receiver in football. He makes everyone around him better. He really does. But he's got as many NFC Championship wins as Rex Grossman. Hmm. So, you know, other other than him being off, which again, even the best have bad days. Other than him being off, I think the the major thing was they just didn't put the ball in the end zone. Hmm. You know, um, Aaron Jones himself, uh, you know, had 170 total yards of offense. So they moved the ball. Yeah. Um, you know, Devontae Adams had a good game, nine catches for 90. But the main thing that stuck out to me was, and this is pretty typical for this team, is the way the 49ers defense played. Mm. Um, you know, they didn't make any big splash plays. They didn't create it. You know, they didn't pick Rodgers off or anything like that. Uh, they had five sacks, though. Mm-hmm. And I I mean, Nick Bosa on the edge is an absolute animal. The guy's a monster. Um, you know, but even outside of him with Armstead, I... And this guy I'm going to mention, I think, is actually completely overrated. But Fred Warner played a phenomenal game last night, too, or on, on Saturday, excuse me. So, you know, were the 49ers the better team that day overall? Yes. Are they the better team 99 times out of 100? No. Yeah. So, you know, just one of those days. Well, just one of those days, man. And there's, as, a bear fan, as a Bear fan, you can understand what I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And you're right, though. There's been too many of those days. Um, you know, I go back to 2014, the Seattle Packer game, and it's a special teams mess up. And uh, ultimately, there's more to it than that. But uh, that ultimately put the, the dagger in the coffin. And then uh, you get through the last three years where they had just phenomenal, you know, first three seasons under Matt LaFleur, phenomenal. And then you get to the playoffs, get to the championship game. Uh, this year, you get to the divisional round game. And and you just you just dropped the ball. I mean, last year against Tampa, they intercepted Tom Brady three times, mm-hmm. and they still lost the game. And uh, and that was the deal. The, the, uh, Saturday is the defense played phenomenal. They only gave up they six did. points. They did. And then the special teams happened. A mm-hmm. blocked field goal right before half. The blocked punt turned into a touchdown. Um, you know, they were only tied ten ten though after the blocked punt. And I said yep. four minutes. Aaron Brady. I said MVP. Do your thing. And he didn't. And, and and here we sit, seeing Shanahan run off the field, victorious again uh, over Matt Lafleur in the playoffs, and yeah, and it hurt, uh, and it hurt really, really bad. Debo Samuel's he's really come on this year as an all around player. Uh, he only had three catches for forty four yards. He had mm-hmm. ten uh, runs for thirty nine yards. Statistically, not great. Uh, at the same time, though, I think he definitely. Um, you know, did his part. Uh, I think the defense yeah. was so focused on him, it gave some opportunity elsewhere. Is Debo Samuel going to be a guy moving forward that continues this upward trajectory? Oh, that is a good question. Um, 
I don't know. I mean, it, it seems like his, his potential hasn't been reached yet. I think the key is actually the quarterback position in San Francisco. Yeah. And, you know, I think Jimmy G, he's he's a winner, obviously. I mean, that's been proven. The guy wins football games. But is he going to be the guy that carries you to multiple Super Bowls, to, you know, 12, 13 win seasons? Because I think Kyle Shanahan has proven that he can coach. You know, we know mm-hmm. that. But does he have his guy in in Garoppolo? Because I mean, regardless of of what you of what people think, I think Jimmy G. If he, I think he starts next year. If hmm. they if they make the Super Bowl, I think he's back and he starts next year. It's and interesting, after- I, you know, because Jimmy G. has the highest trade value he's had in a while right now. Yeah, <laughs> and. And, you know, we don't see Trey Lance every day. We don't know what he looks like in practice. We don't know what the coaching staff sees in him and what yeah. they think they have in him. Because if you go back to Kansas City with Alex Smith, mm-hmm. they played Alex Smith for the whole season, were content with that, and then moved on from it, went to Mahomes. And, mm-hmm. and we've seen quarterbacks succeed when they had an opportunity to learn the system and uh, sit for a little bit and then play. That being said, you know, man, I'll ask you. Because, again, I like to compare it to – when guys are fans of other teams yeah. compared to their situation, I love Justin Fields. I think Justin Fields is going to be a great quarterback in the NFL mm-hmm. next year. Would you take Jimmy Garoppolo or Justin Fields? Honestly, that's a phenomenal question. And I think, and it's going to sound like a really stupid answer. So I'm sorry to everybody watching and listening, but I think it honestly depends on who the bears have as a coach, because you ah. saw you saw what Fields is capable of from the Pittsburgh game on this year. I mean, you saw that the guy has just unbelievable talent. I'm a little biased in saying that because I'm also a diehard Buckeye fan. Okay. Um, but you saw, I mean, he's 6'3", 230, runs a 4'4", can throw the ball 70 yards to a teacup. Mm. Is he turnover prone? Yes. What rookie isn't? Mm-hmm. Um, did he have a competent play caller? No. So... You know, if 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 you were to say Kyle Shanahan and you have Garoppolo or Fields, I take Fields. Now, yeah. if you say Kyle Shanahan with Garoppolo or Matt Nagy with Fields, that type of thing, I'm going to take Shanahan and Garoppolo because I know he's mm. going to be coached well. You know, so it's it's one of those things where like the talent and the ceiling is absolutely astronomical, but we saw that it got pulled down by incompetent coaching. Yeah. That's a great point. I think Garoppolo gets moved. Now, if they go to the Super Bowl, especially if they win the Super Bowl, I mean, you know, that that may change things. I think I think San Francisco loses next week. We'll get to that in a second. And yeah. uh, and I think Garoppolo gets moved. I think it's traded somewhere, a place like Denver, um, that seems to love veteran quarterbacks. And uh, what if you know, he ends up in Green Bay? Oh boy, I don't know. I, I mean, have there's, a. There's a lot of similarities between Lafleur and Shanahan. Definitely. Yeah. I have a lot of confidence in the Packers drafting ability um, or scouting ability, I guess I should say. I didn't see anything out of Jordan Love this year that makes me just super excited um, about Mm -hmm. Jordan Love. But, you know, I would be surprised if Aaron Rodgers is gone. I would be surprised if Jordan Love isn't the quarterback. Um, I feel like they have to prove that they were right with Jordan Love. Um, the guy needs a chance. He needs more than four quarters of football to be to be deemed yes. anything. I mean, he, there's a reason they drafted him in the first round. He's obviously got talent. You know, did he have a a, a bit of a rough day when he played this year? Absolutely. But yeah, you know, they. Who knows? 
you yeah. know, who you can't knows? draft a guy in the first round and never give him an opportunity That's unless a, you have Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback. Exactly. I mean, Peyton Manning threw 28 picks his first year. Yeah. And is arguably one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play football. So, yeah. I agree a hundred percent. And, and again, I know that they're not in the playoffs, so we're not going to talk much about them, but I love Justin Fields. Uh, I was yeah. my number two quarterback coming out in the draft. I had Trevor Lawrence once and Same. Fields too. And Same. I was shocked that Zach Wilson got so much love uh, uh, going into the draft, but oh well. I feel bad is. for Robert Sala, but Hey, <laughs> that's another team though. And before yeah. we get into this one game, just a quick point, watch out yeah. for the New York Jets next year. Yeah, they're they're building momentum. Them and the Detroit Lions. Watch out for both those mm-hmm. teams. Yeah, the draft and the offseason is going to be really intriguing for those teams. Mm-hmm. Um, Detroit is, you know, they have to add talent. Yeah, <laughs> they Big. they've got a, a coach that knows how to coach and motivate mm-hmm. guys. They got to have talent around that. Yep. Big Dan Campbell fan. I, I, you know, I am more now. I wasn't when the hire happened. Him and Sirianni. Uh, over, oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just sitting there going, this guy, you know, he's a football guy. I get it, but what a weird hire. Uh, but immediately, the veteran, the retired guys loved Dan Campbell. They were like, yeah, this is a good hire. And I thought, okay, well, maybe there is something here. Um, and, I, yeah, I think they're going to improve for sure. I'm interested to see what they do uh, in the offseason. Uh, let's move to Sunday's games. Uh, Rams and Bucks. This one looked like it was over with, and then all of a sudden it wasn't. <laughs> uh I hate Tom Brady with a passion. Uh, I'm so tired of Tom Brady. Uh, yeah. I think he's a fine human being, but I, I'm just tired of watching Tom Brady play football. And I was sitting there on the couch just saying, you've got to be kidding me. Pretty much the whole last five minutes of the game. Uh, mm-hmm. You've got to be kidding me. Um, did you think this was just another Brady moment where he was going to come back? I mean, you know, the the announcers, it's all they were talking about. Oh, he's only he's down three touchdowns, but you know it's Tom Brady. And I was sitting there going, oh, come on, guys. Yeah. And then he came back. Yeah. So part of me, yes, just from, I mean, being in Chicago, we've had so many years. Here at the Container Store, we believe you shouldn't be limited to just one happy place. Your home should be full of them. That's why we're giving you 30% off every custom alpha space. From closets and pantries to playrooms, offices, and garages, you can transform any area with alpha and save 30%. Here's another happy thought. Our design specialists will design your space for free. Get ready to discover your new happy place at the Container Store. Visit us in-store or online to get started with a free design. Buy four tires and get up to $200 in savings after rebate at Bell Tire's year-end sale. Or get even more in Bell Tire gift cards, December 26th through January 7th. Plus, get tires as low as $49 after rebate. Get up to $200 in savings. Or get even more in gift cards, December 26th through January 7th. Get up to $200 in savings and choose the lowest tire price, period, at Bell Tire. 100 years of getting folks safely back on the road fast and affordably. G-Store or BellTire.com for details. Restrictions apply of agony of watching people like Brady, Rogers, Breeze, like, oh, this is what a good quarterback can do. Um, but at the same time, I, I and that's what when I when I made the tweet that I know you responded to is I started thinking, okay, yes, Tom Brady is phenomenal, but who else is on that field? Mike mm-hmm. Evans, who I think is the most underrated and underappreciated wide receiver in all of football. Rob Gronkowski, probably the best tight end to ever play the game. The offensive line best in the league running back Leonard Fournette very capable of being a pro bowl player so it's not just him 
Mm-hmm. However, while I was having those thoughts, I had this other thought in the back of my mind. Matt Stafford deserves one. Yeah. The guy deserves one, right? I mean, all the things he went through in Detroit, the things he went through with his wife, having a brain tumor, it's like, give the guy one, right? <laughs> and then, to me, the biggest thing that stands out for me, for this Rams team, is not number nine, it's not number ten, it's number three. The mm-hmm. way Odell Beckham has been rejuvenated since being in L.A., scary offense. Scary offense. That they got their, of course, they didn't have a great run game uh, no. in this game. They fumbled a lot, but getting Cam Akers back, they got Daryl Henderson. I don't think, did he play? I'm not sure. I don't think he played. Uh, Daryl Henderson did not, but they activated him off the injury list. Um, still have Sonny got, Michelle who can, who can yeah. play regardless of the criticism. Yeah, and they've got such a talented team. Their defense is stacked. I mean, mm-hmm. they're watching Von Miller, uh, Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, all these other guys just out there just balling, and um, and they still almost blew it to the, the, the Tampa <laughs> and the Tom Brady. Uh, just absolutely blows my mind. Uh, are you a Bruce Arians fan? I am, um, and I had – I know, I know he had the incident where he hit the player and whatever. Um, but I had the opportunity on my show to have Jen Welter on, who worked directly with BA, and she spoke mm-hmm. nothing but good things about how, you know, he's 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 a a true investor in the players. And like when I saw the thing that happened with him when he hit his player, did I agree with it? No. Do I think it was an isolated incident? I do. Um, yeah. I like BA. I think he's an offensive genius. Um, but at the same time, I think he has a phenomenal staff in terms of left, mm-hmm. and bowls. Now, mm-hmm. did they have a good game? No. Left, did not call a good game. The offense was not as good as advertised, but the combination of BA bowls and left, clearly is a winning combination. And, mm-hmm. you know, do I think Arians will be back? I, I have no clue what the hell is going to go on in Tampa Bay, but you know, for his run there. I mean, obviously he had his coach of the year in um, Indianapolis. You know, he had success in Arizona. The guy can coach football. So, you know, it was a great game. Um, You know, like we said, this entire weekend was, was literally the best weekend of football I've watched in a long time. But, you know, for, for LA, I, you know, I would ask you this question, Vince, going into next weekend, do you have more faith in Sean McVay or Kyle Shanahan? Well, the answer is going to be Sean McVay. Okay. And the reason why, though, is because of the talent on his team. Um, I think they're both relatively even coaches. I think Shanahan, I'd probably put him slightly above McVay in coaching, but not a big enough gap to make up for the talent gap that the teams have. And McVay's been there. He hasn't won, but he's been there. Uh, of course, Shanahan's been there uh, as well. As but uh, well, yeah, and, and a couple years ago, you're right. Yeah, yeah, I like them both as coaches. I like that whole tree. I like I like the Lafleurs. I like the uh, Salas. I like all those guys that are coming out of that Shanahan system. Mm-hmm. It is proven that it works, and they are smart uh, guys. They they take their jobs seriously. Uh, they don't let the success that they have go to their head. They just they're always working. And uh, so I respect both of them as coaches. I just think the Rams, they just, they're so stacked and they put, they went all in, right? I mean, they traded draft picks. Uh, they're paying all kinds of money and, uh, and they got lucky on some of it too, like they the did. Von Miller stuff, but yep. you know, 
you got you to gotta have some luck every now and then. Yeah. You know, I I like this L.A. team. I picked uh, Arizona to win the division earlier, early in the season, before before the season, excuse me. Um, obviously, they, they fell off. I didn't see the Rams coming back from their little midseason skid. Right, but uh, but you got to give it to them, like you said. I mean, talent or no talent, it doesn't matter. They're they're winning football games, whether it's by one or by a hundred, it doesn't matter. So yeah, you know, it's it's a it's a very good team. I, it reminds me a lot of I know you're you're not a, an NBA guy, but it reminds me a lot of the Lakers when they had Kobe and Shaq and they had Carl Malone mm-hmm. and Gary Payton for the season. Great yeah. team, stacked, but didn't win it. Is this yeah. going to be the same thing? So I grew up a Suns fan, and okay. Uh, the years of the Nash and Stoudemire and Marion and Joe Johnson mm-hmm. and the, those great teams that never won anything um, haunt me to this day. <laughs> uh, they're back on the rise, though. They are. They are. They're back. They're 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 moving back around. Uh, Bruce Arian. I got one comp for Bruce Arians, and uh, that is Bruce Pearl, the Auburn basketball coach. Yep. Um, if they're on your team, you love them. Uh, if they're not on your team, you're probably annoyed by them. And, uh, so that's, that's my, my comp for Bruce Arians. My dad hates Bruce Arians, but, uh, and he hates Bruce Pearl. So <laughs> that's, that's a very fair play. I think that's a very fair play. And, uh, you know, it, that's, I would bet that's more true for a lot of, co- that's true for a lot more coaches than we think, you know, not everybody's probably. a Mike Tomlin guy where you just, you love them no matter what. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I think that's probably a pretty common theme. Uh, is Brady back next year? Do I want him to be, or do I think he will be? Do you think he will be? I do, because I think, honestly, he's too stubborn to, to, to quit. You know, he, he seems like the type of guy who is literally going to play until he can't, kind of like Peyton Manning did. Mm. Uh, and, you know, I think the only thing that's going to keep him from coming back is if Giselle says, look, we, you've been in 22 years, our kids are older, it's time to be dad. And let's be honest. Mm. She makes three times the money he does. He doesn't need to be in there. Right. So, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I think he will be, but there's a part of me that says he, it might just be time to to hang him up, walk away. You know, w- regardless of if he if he's done or not, his interview today was was nothing but class after the game. Yeah. Um, which, I, you know, you expect. But uh, I don't know. It's a good question. I think had he won the Super Bowl, he would have retired. Um, I think losing, especially where he did, I think there's a good chance he comes back for one more year. Um, uh, but mm-hmm. I think he's definitely at the end. I think it's, it's almost there at this point for him. And, uh, you know, we'll see what the off season holds for the Buccaneers and the coaching changes and stuff. And, and, uh, I love, I'm an off season geek. I love the off season. So I'm excited Same. about what's ahead, uh, here. The last game on Sunday was Kansas City Buffalo. The only game that didn't come down to a last second field goal. Um, it, but it went to overtime nonetheless. And, uh, it came down to a last second field goal in regulation. Uh, but Kansas City and Buffalo, I want to start with Buffalo and then we'll get to Kansas City because Josh Allen, I mean, what can you say about Josh Allen? Um, monster. I don't <laughs> think there's a guy in the league that does more for his team than, than, than Josh Allen, to be honest. Uh, Buffalo, for some reason, can't run the ball unless it's, unless it's Allen. Yeah. So, you know, with 17 in, in the backfield, uh, he's another guy. He's just got it whatever it is <laughs> from confidence to i mean he's 
built like a Mack truck. He's fast. He can throw the ball a country mile. Smart kid. Keeps developing better. I mean, that if you didn't get Patrick Mahomes and you got Josh Allen on your team, you're fine either way. I mean, I think as we talked before we hopped on here, I think he's asserted himself into that top three, four conversation in, in the national football league. Now, uh, got to give it up to Sean McDermott, Brian Dable, Brian Dable, um, mm. you know, the coaching staff, but man, 17 is, is fun to watch. I, I didn't see this coming to be honest. When he got drafted, I thought he was far overpicked, mm. but, uh, Amazing, amazing talent. The the heart, the the balls. I mean, it's it best game I've ever seen. Honestly, that two point conversion uh, towards the end of regulation. He just bought time, bought time, bought time, and it looked like he was just going to throw it out of the back of the end zone. Mm-hmm. But no, he dropped a dime right to digs right there in the back of the end zone. And I just sat there and thought, my goodness, this this kid is legit and I mean I've been a, a pro Josh Allen guy since uh about uh, I guess the second season and uh I just I'm so blown away with the the game that he had the yeah. guts that he showed um the the playmaking I mean it's it's what you see out of Aaron Rodgers so often that yeah. rolling that staying alive but you know he's not even looking to run he's looking to find someone down the field and then he yeah. finds them uh so incredible here's, here's the most impressive thing for me Everybody knows about Stefan Diggs and Dawson Knox. Mm-hmm. What does Kansas City do? Take away Stefan Diggs and Dawson Knox. What does 17 do? He finds another guy to trust and yeah. hits him for 200. Yeah. So it's like clearly he understands progressions. He understands, okay, my main guy might be out, but I have faith in this guy because I've thrown him 10,000 balls. You mm-hmm. know, that's – man, uh I don't know if if anybody is actually legitimately that far ahead of him at this point. It'll be interesting to see. I think Dayball's going to the Giants. Um, I think even later this week we'll hear that announcement. But uh, how much will that affect Josh Allen having to change uh, coordinators with someone that he obviously connects with well? And uh, we know quarterbacks and, and coordinators, play callers, that's a big, big deal. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see if 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 that happens, if Dayball leaves wherever he goes. Um, and I'll be shocked if he doesn't get a job, but I think he's going to the Giants. Anyways, I'm interested to see how that changes Josh Allen, if at all, and what he can do to take another step forward uh, yeah. as well. Uh, let's hit Kansas City. Yep. All right. So I love the Chiefs. I love Patrick Mahomes. I think Andy Reid is probably second to Bill Belichick in terms of the best coaches I've ever watched. Yeah. What scares me about this team is they can't stop anybody. <laughs> you know, and granted, I'm not take I'm not saying Buffalo is anybody. You know, they're obviously cream of the sure. crop in the AFC, but sure. if they start slow, can they do it again? Cuz they're right. playing a team next week that can score in in an instant. Mhm. So now the thing I'm I'm most excited about is that I think Patrick Mahomes has has understood who he is. He might make mistakes, he might go through bad stretches, but he can still flat out throw the football. And he's not going to have to be the guy throwing for 5050 touchdowns. He can throw for 40 something hundred and and 40 touchdowns and win a Super Bowl. You know, I think honestly he can win a Super Bowl every single year he's on the field. But 
I mean, I can't say enough about Kelsey and Hill because obviously they were they were covered, but they yeah. got open. Yeah. Um, kicker for me though, kicker for me, mm-hmm. and what I would not like to see if I was a Kansas City fan, Patrick Mahomes running for seventy yards. Right. Don't 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 don't. <laughs> you're not Fields. You're not that fast. Just don't. Okay. You're not built like Josh Allen. You get down. You get down. You're a half a billion dollar asset. Get down. Yeah. Um, but I'll tell you next week between Kansas City and Cincinnati, that might be my favorite matchup that I could have asked for in these playoffs. Hmm. What about Andy Reid? I, now again, I'm a Packer fan, so I love Andy Reid. Sure. Uh, soft spot in my heart for the for the the teddy bear. But uh, a lot of people, until he won that Super Bowl, a lot of people doubted Andy Reid. And uh, I'm an Andy Reid backer. I think he's a great coach. I think he's one of the better offensive minded coaches that's ever come through the NFL. What's your thoughts on Andy Reid and and his ability to be a head football coach and maybe get another Super Bowl championship? Big fan. I am a big Andy Reid fan. I think he is like I like I mentioned, maybe one B to Belichick's one A that I've seen coach. Hmm. Um, I I was hearing the Andy Reid doubters before they won, and here's the issue I have with that: the coach isn't the one on the field. Okay, right. yes, the coach is the one preparing you for the game, but he's not the one on the field. And the guy has like two hundred and something wins. Yeah. So, you know, he, okay. So he's two, two thirty three and one thirty five. Now <laughs> I can't name the other coaches that have won 200 games in their career. Yeah. You know, I know there's like George Hallis, Bill Belichick, Don Shula. Yeah. Okay. So if he's in that echelon, he's pretty damn good. And I think you hit it on, you hit it on the head, his offensive mind yeah, it rivals Bill Walsh when he brought the West Coast offense in the NFL, in my opinion. Um, and obviously, I think you've seen too. The only area I would knock him on, maybe, is this Andy Reid tree of head coaches that seem to not succeed. Yes. But yes. that's it in terms of yeah. him as being a head coach. The only guy I'd want above him is Belichick, maybe hmm. Tomlin, Mike Tomlin too. Okay. Uh, we're going to let you go here in just a second. Your quick thoughts on the uh, next week's games. You got Cincinnati and, and Kansas City. I, I predicted Green Bay and Kansas City in the Super Bowl. Obviously, that's not going to happen. Um, same. Okay. So Kansas City, Cincinnati, uh, you know, who you got in that game and any thoughts with it? I'm going to roll with the underdogs and I'm going to take Cincinnati. Okay. Um, I think there's just something special in the air. Um, like I said, I've been a Burrow fan the whole the whole time i think he he should be the mvp of the league he won't but he should be and the fact that they can score in a second and they can actually stop people with their defense and they beat kansas city earlier yeah um i'm taking cincinnati in that game okay and then the other side los angeles and san francisco facing off for the third time this season san francisco won both of the matchups before uh, you've already mentioned the McVay Shanahan storyline as well. Uh, what are you looking at there? I'm taking LA because of the resurgence of, of Odell Beckham and the fact that their defense is playing well. Donald's getting after the quarterback. Leonard Floyd, the ex bear has had a phenomenal year for the LA Rams, by the way. Yeah. He's a guy that can make a big difference. And I think what it's going to come down to is yes, the 49ers have a good offensive line, but Garoppolo 
versus the pass rush of L.A., I think L.A. takes this one. I like it. I'm going L.A. and Kansas City. I think uh, Mahomes proved again tonight that he can pull it out out of a hat when he has to. And uh, like Cincinnati, love Cincinnati. Um, and uh, But I'm going to go with L.A. and Kansas City. And I won't make my Super Bowl winning prediction until we know who's in it. Uh, yeah, I've been wrong fair. too many times on that. <laughs> uh, he's Andy Sire, host of the Sane Podcast. Let the folks know where they can uh, catch your show and then as well where they can follow you on social media. Yes, sir. Well, thank you again for having me on. This is a lot of fun. Um, at Sane underscore pod on Instagram, at Andy41Sire on Instagram. You can follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, anywhere you get your shows. Um, YouTube, just search Sane Podcast. And then on Belly Up Sports TV, actually, we are on, uh, I think, four days a week, something like that. So you can just search chan- uh, the Belly Up Sports TV channel. And... Yeah, that's about it. I'm all I'm I'm all over the place. So if you see this ugly mug, give us a listen, give us a look. Uh, we'd love it if you give us a rating too. We're always wanting feedback on the show. So appreciate you, Vince, for having me, and thank you all for listening. Yeah, and if you're listening on the podcast version, Sane is S A N E, Sane Podcast. And uh, Andy, great time. Thank you for the conversation. Good luck to your Bears to some degree moving forward, and uh, we'll talk to you again in the future. All right, you too, buddy. All right, have a good one. He's Andy Sire uh, from the same podcast. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap up the episode with some final thoughts on the NFL weekend. What's going on, Belly Up Sports fans? Thanks for tuning in to the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. We have some really exciting news for several Belly Up Podcast Network shows. The Sports Stove Podcast, the Rough Cut Sportscast, and here in Puckburg have all been nominated for a Sports Podcast Award. So, Head on over to sportspodcastawards.com and make sure to vote for the Sports Stove Podcast for Best College Sports Podcast and Best News and Current Affairs Podcast. Vote for the Rough Cut Sportscast for Best American Football Podcast and vote for Here in Puckford for Best Winter Sports Podcast. Again, that website is sportspodcastawards.com. Thanks for being the best part of Belly Up Sports. We are what they aren't. Welcome back into the Sports Stove Podcast, presented by Belly Up Fantasy Baseball Live. Again, starting February the 20th, every Sunday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, Belly Up Fantasy Baseball Live will come on to give you all the greatest coverage for fantasy baseball, uh, hosted by Kevin Wilson and myself. Uh, we'll be there to give it to you. We're going to start off with player rankings. Uh, pitchers, I believe, is where we're going uh, first off the bat, and we'll go through that for a couple of weeks. We're going to have a live draft. Uh, for you as well and get you ready for the baseball season. Hopefully, baseball starts on time. We will see about all that. But either way, Belly Up Fantasy Baseball Live begins February 20th, live every Sunday night at 8 p.m. on Twitter, on Facebook, the Belly Up Fantasy Twitter and Facebook pages, and then on the Tiki Live app on the Belly Up TV network, uh, where you can find our show Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, 7 a.m. and 2 p.m. One thing we want to touch on here before we go today, the overtime rules in the NFL strike again. Kansas City, Buffalo comes down to the very end. Uh, Buffalo scores the touchdown. Looks like they've got the game sealed. Then all of a sudden, Kansas City drives down, hits the field goal. We go to overtime. Kansas City gets the ball, drives down, scores a touchdown. Game over. Wouldn't we all want to see more of that game? Shouldn't we have at least had the opportunity to see if Buffalo could answer? 
I would say yes. I don't understand how, at least in the playoffs, we don't adjust these rules to give both teams an opportunity, no matter what, to touch the ball. They don't. And at the end of the day, Mahomes wins. Kansas City wins. They're the better team. They come out on top. Buffalo had plenty of opportunity to win it in regulation and did not. But, man, you hate to see a game end that way, a game that was so good, uh, that was so entertaining, to end a way like that where where Josh Allen doesn't get an opportunity. And uh, so I say, yes, change the rules. Tell us what you think. Comment on uh, the show. Comment on our social media page about the playoff rules and what you think about that. Big games next week. AFC kicks off first at 3 o'clock in the afternoon on Sunday. It'll be the Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, you know, Andy said it, and when we were talking here earlier, he said, oh, I think the Bengals win. They've already beat Kansas City once. Well, they beat Kansas City in Cincinnati. Uh, this one will be at Arrowhead Stadium, and that's a whole nother story. Uh, but they'll kick off at 3 o'clock. And then the NFC game follows that Los Angeles hosting San Francisco. And if they win, they host the Super Bowl also. Uh, so after years of not having the, the host Super Bowl team in the Super Bowl, last year Tampa did it. This year Los Angeles has a chance to do it as well. And so we will see if it actually shakes out that way or not. Uh, will be interesting to see from there. Uh What's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers? I told you at the beginning of the show that we're focusing on the the past today. We're trying to savor in what we've experienced. We're going to find out soon. Um, I think Rodgers plays another year in Green Bay, but I also think there's a good possibility that he retires and steps away. I think there is very slim possibility that he goes and plays somewhere other than Green Bay. I just don't expect Green Bay allowing that to happen unless something phenomenal uh, ends up in return. And I just don't see that happening. So we'll see how all that shakes out. We're starting to get closer. Like I said, we've got the coaching searches going on as well right now. And, uh, when you look at the coaching search and where it's headed, I put it out on Twitter. I I'm saying Brian Dayball, the new head coach of the giants, it's not been reported yet. I think by Thursday, this announcement will take place and, uh, Brian Dayball will move, uh, to a different area of New York, uh, to get over there to the Giants and continue to coach them as uh, well. Uh, I'm trying to think through anything else. Uh, the Ravens did have a surprise move, by the way. They fired their uh, defensive coordinator, uh, Martindale. Uh, Wink Martindale has been around for quite some time. He's well-respected in the league. And uh, John Har- Harbaugh announced uh, this past weekend that they decided to separate um, with uh, Don Martindale uh, he should get picked up somewhere else. Uh, some team is going to want him uh, on their sidelines. And, of course, the Panthers announced earlier this week that they're going to hire Ben McAdoo as their new offensive coordinator, uh, which is uh, kind of head-scratching. But he had some success in Green Bay as, a, as the OC. Not as a lot of success outside of Green Bay. Uh, so you put him with Sam Darnold or whoever they bring in at quarterback, and you have to wonder how that's going to turn out. Uh, I, I would guess not good. Uh, but that's just my opinion. Thank you for tuning in to today's Sports Stove. Thank you to Andy Sire for joining us and and chatting as well. Follow us on social media, Twitter and Instagram at Sports Stove. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on Facebook as well. And again, our show goes live Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, 7 a.m., the replay at 2 p.m. on Belly Up TV Network that you can find on the Tiki Live app if you have a streaming TV, uh, Roku, Apple TV, anything like that. 
Uh, you can find us on there. Our Wednesday episode is always our local hour. We cover Eastern Kentucky University and the sports there. We bring in players and coaches. This week, we've got a loaded lineup. We've got uh, football head coach Walt Wells. We've got uh, graduate Roland Walder, who's been going to some of these postseason bowl opportunities and is looking to get drafted in the NFL. Uh, we're also bringing on Braxton Beverly, the point guard for the EKU men's team, and Emma Hacker, the forward from the girls team, coming on as well to talk with us. So uh, a loaded sports stove local hour on Wednesday. You can always catch all of our programs on the podcast version of the show, the Sports Stove Podcast, anywhere you get your podcasts. Don't forget to go to the Sports Podcast Awards and vote for the Sports Stove. We were nominated for Best News and Current Affairs Podcast, as well as Best College Sports Podcast. So please go to uh, sportspodcastawards.com and vote for us there. Help us. Uh, the fan vote is a small portion uh, percentage, but nonetheless, it does help. So if you go there, we would greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Please like, review, share, subscribe, uh, all those good things, and let other people know about the sports stove as well. Until next time, we'll see you around the sports stove. Here at the Container Store, we believe you shouldn't be limited to just one happy place. Your home should be full of them. That's why we're giving you 30% off every custom alpha space. From closets and pantries to playrooms, offices, and garages, you can transform any area with alpha and save 30%. Here's another happy thought. Our design specialists will design your space for free. Get ready to discover your new happy place at the Container Store. Visit us in-store or online to get started with a free design.